Yo, yo. I want to dedicate this song to Philip Arthur Harrison. Word up, because he was the one who took me from a boy to a man. So as far as I'm concerned, he's my father, because my biological father. Biological father left me in the cold. All right, I found you, and I'm going to arrest you. I am Liam Neeson. Cinema's greatest dad, and you have to surrender my kidnapped daughter to me, or I'll kill this other person who I I have captured. Now I'm holding a hostage as well. Terrorist. Only in America. Only in America. He keeps talking to me about America, Daddy. Hey, I hey, look at me. Look what? At me. Uh, okay, right, I'm okay. looking. I'm the captain now. Stop making my daughter look at you, you terrorist bastard. Maybe, no. maybe in America. I think he learned everything he knows about terrorism from watching Captain Phillips. Hey, look at me. He keeps trying to get me into a boat for some reason. Look at me. I'm this doesn't make sense. I've That's piracy. Look, I've been looking at you for eight hours. Look at me. How, how is this any different from what I've been doing? I'm staring straight into your eyes. God damn it, stop it! What do you want, terrorist? I'm the captain now. Captain of what? America. Actually, actually, now that I think of it, I think he's only seen the trailer to Captain Phillips. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, and John's here, too. How you doing, John? Oh, oh that, was, that was a lot of fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, so this is Pitching Tense, where we're going to pitch movies to each other. I am Sean Lemmy. John Atney. Colin Westman. And Matt Carstens. They're all here to join me today. We all have our own pitches. Uh, Father's Day was last weekend, or this... How does how do weekends work? I guess it's at the end, so it was last weekend. But it's Sunday, so it's this week. This last weekend. This last... Wait a minute. Okay, I'm, I'm going with it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I don't know what your problem is. It's the weekend, but it's also the week beginning, I guess. So Father's Day is um, the holiday where we say thanks, Dad, for dadding. And uh, because of that, we thought we would make up our own dad movies. Does that all sound right? Yeah, I, I believe so. Close enough. Does anyone want to start? Well, this is always the fun part because it's who's is most fleshed out. Because then, you I know, mean, if that's most fleshed out, it gives everyone else the chance to. Mine is okay. pretty fleshed out, but it's not like good. <laughs> it's like pretty generic. That's what this is all about. Okay. Well, um. I have a title. It's called Stay at Home Brad. And it would... I think it would star Brad Pitt. Because, you know, in sitcoms, they always have, like, characters who have the same first name as the actors. But they never do that in movies. So, I want to see Brad Pitt play a guy named Brad. <laughs> and Brad uh, Schmidt. Yeah, Brad <laughs> Schmidt. <laughs> there you go. So I guess this would be in the vein sort of like a uh, the pacifier or the spy next door where you get like a badass action 
star, which Brad Pitt kind of is, but he's like taking care of the kids. And I see Brad Pitt being like a CIA agent. Sounds get... so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. But he gets like demoted or just like, I don't know, grounded, like suspended without pay. And so he's like a home. <laughs> it's so bad. And he's so he just starts taking care of the children. And like his wife wants him to start homeschooling them. But at a certain point, he's like, hey, maybe I can train him to be my like team of spies. And then he does that. And then uh, they take down some terrorist guy. So that took a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Which, which what was the turn that you weren't expecting? Well, I thought this was going to be a Mr. and Mrs. Smith type deal where he is still... I mean, it's kind of close. Except the kids are trying to kill him, too. <laughs> I think they're was... trying to kill the kid. <laughs> He's trying to kill his kid? Self-defense. Find out the terrorists. So, I guess, um, why does he want to train his kids? Well, he's got to homeschool him, right? So that's how he, that's the only way he knows how to prepare him for the world is what I got out of that, right? Yeah, that would make sense. It's like, you know, teach him things like math, but he, like, teaches him, you know, like, how to use How like, to use lasers. math to kill people? Yeah, I use math to kill. I'll teach you how to, how to do arithmetic. So, for One X. dead body plus another dead body. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like the board out. He's got like a chalk drawing of a dead body. He should just take him out into like a really dangerous place and then like, have to learn about like counting and stuff while like killing people. I... <laughs> Could you elaborate on what that means? I know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do like the idea of him like trying to teach them on the like out in the field. You know, except that he's grounded, right? So everything he'd be doing is like illegal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just like outside of the jurisdiction of the CIA. Unless every other CIA agent in the world gets killed in a massive operation, and he's the only one left, and he's all, and he's only got his kids to rely on. Well, I imagine he's like he's trying to solve a crime or investigate some something, and like he knows he can do it, but you know took away his badge yeah that's what I was kind of thinking like yeah. at the very beginning of the movie he's like trying to go after some evil villain or something and, he's like, and he yeah, totally he's like, fucks up and they're like we gotta take you off this case and he's bru- well he's like brutally uh, torturing someone <laughs> okay that's fun yeah and that's Good why they start. reprimand him yeah for using torture they're like yeah, you can't do that. So he teaches kids how to torture people. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, they're like, they catch the bad guy, but... It's like, like he tortured him, so we can't prosecute. Yeah, and it just ends like that. <laughs> Does he show the kids how to torture, like, in a fun way? Like, they have, like, a doll, and he, like, starts from there? No, punch him here. No, he uses all real humans from the start. From the start. <laughs> yeah, Chop the guy in half. That's a fraction. <laughs> yeah, there, there could be some fun sequences like that. Like using a giant life-size teddy bear. 
just like I just feel you got to work up. your way up, right? These kids, you yeah, just gotta thrust them into it. Oh yeah, um, I mean, definitely. Colin, tell us about the kids. Ooh, I didn't really think about the kids too much. Well, like, are they into it? Are they like nerds? Like, what's how the- old are they? <laughs> what gender? <laughs> how about how about this? They're like. Like mid twenties millennials that can't get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Like, uh, how old is Brad Pitt? Then, like, Brad Pitt's pretty old. He's like fifty. Yeah, yeah. twenty year old kids. Hmm. So get like Miles Teller in there. Just, just trying to get laid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what what other twenty year old actors you want to see in this? Do you want it all to be dudes or like a mix? No, it's got to be at least one girl. One lady. Okay. How old is... Are they both in their 20s? Or is one a teenager? I think there should be like three. Because if it's two, it's just like Spy Kids. That's not good. <laughs> it's three. It's like three I'm ninjas. I'm just worried about that scene where it's like the girl is like a teenager where there's some guy who's going to date her and he gets involved because that's such a terrible cliche. <laughs> So how about just reverse it? How about Brad Pitt's just all about the guy who's trying to date his daughter? Like to a creepy degree. Like, <laughs> like wishes that was his son. Uh-huh. What like, if the guy... Okay, we don't have to go in this direction, but what if the guy who is trying to date his daughter is like the son of the bad guy? Nah, that's a good idea. Because then it's like, that guy's got kids too, but... Do they know that? Whatever... I don't. I feel like that's gonna be a twist later. Like they find out like who his dad is, like, you know, Brad Pitt. Why, why would Brad Pitt meet this guy's dad? I'm like a PTA meeting. Well, I guess they're older than. And then it's just like, school. oh shit! And they start fighting at the PTA meeting. <laughs> just because it's a funny place for a fight. Yeah, 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 sure. But I, I think if we go that direction, I think the villain's son. Like, it should be an honest friendship that they form with each other. Because then, like, super emotional at the end when the son is like, Brad Pitt, I thought we were friends. Did you call him Brad Pitt? <laughs> Brad Schmidt, I thought Brad we were Schmitt. friends. <laughs> Calls his dad by his full name. Yeah. Is he, like, is he like holding got... on to his hand? Like, on the edge of a cliff? <laughs> and then Brad Schmidt goes, I don't give a Schmidt. <laughs> Sure, but I'm just kind of wondering how they got from this PTA meeting to the edge of a cliff. Well, who's the bad guy, really? Like, what's his deal? Do have we decided what his what his plan is? Was he responsible for killing everyone in the CIA? Or is that an unrelated? No, we're event? not doing that. We're doing just that he got okay. Uh, okay, he lost his badge because he was torturing someone. Straight up. Which is a great way to get you to like like your main character. <laughs> you begin the movie with him torturing another human being. Maybe so he like, got torturing. Maybe, yeah, maybe he got like framed for torture. <laughs> no, he's got to do it. <laughs> Why does he got to do it? There are other things he can do. You know, it doesn't have to be torture. Mm, you got to have an edge. You know. There are things you can do with an edge. Like, maybe he could just, like, be shooting at a guy and they miss. And he, you know, 
shoots down the Eiffel Tower on accident. <laughs> you shot at that one bolt that holds it all together. Oh, Schmidt. I feel like it should be he just, like, accidentally shoots another agent. Like, isn't that the easiest one? Does that make it the best one, though? How about he accidentally tortures another agent? <laughs> like, you see him torturing a guy. And, <laughs> like, oh, and he, like, whips out his badge, and he's like, oh, no. You're an or, agent. Or he, like, tortures a minor, because then it's like, shows how irresponsible he is towards younger people. <laughs> I'm just right. saying. I don't think it matters. Let's let the... Well, if you can tie it into the fact that he's, like, a bad father. Well, he's a terrible... Because, yeah, the thing is, if by the end he learns to be a good father by... I guess he doesn't really learn. (laughs) He doesn't, like, get another perspective on this. He's, like, just trying to teach them to be killing machines. (laughs) Even though that got him, like, basically suspended or whatever. He just keeps going that, stay in the course. Okay, fine. Let's just forget Try to make him likable. He's just... (laughs) Just a total asshole. <laughs> He's an anti-hero. I'm okay I mean, with I think that. the thing you got to go with is the kids got to, at some point, understand where he's coming from. So if they just reach a mutual understanding, <laughs> just like I get it now, Dad. You're just the worst person. Uh, maybe <laughs> I, it's like uh, the mom's dead, and he's like, he's been a broken human ever since his mom died, or his wife, their mom. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a thing. That works for Lakeview Terrace. Sure. <laughs> Even though Samuel Jackson was still the bad guy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, but when you learned about his wife, he's like, oh, okay. I see where his horrible racism is coming from. <laughs> I guess. Sure. I still don't know what this bad guy... Like, what's he up to? What kind of, What kind of crime... What's really pissing off Brad Schmidt <laughs> that he has to go after him? Is what if he... he's like an Edward Snowden type person? Like, if we're going with a really unlikable hero, what about a fairly likable villain? <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think I like that. Who could play that kind of character? Andrew Snowden. Who? Andrew Snowden? Andrew Snowden, Edward Snowden's brother. Yeah. Apparently he's a good actor. You've never heard of him? No. Is that a person? I always get that mixed up because that's a guy I did a story on one time. His name's Andrew Snowden. (laughs) (laughs) What does he do? Um, When I did a story, he was a minor league baseball player. Okay. So, I mean, that kind of career usually doesn't pan out. Yeah, so he, he's, I mean, he's probably an actor by now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, I'd rather see, like, Jesse Eisenberg. That's Lex Luthor? Good. I don't know. Fine, Michael Sarah. He's not Lex okay. Luthor, Sean, he's Mark Zuckerberg. That's why it's a good casting choice. He knows about the internet. Lots of people know about the internet. Haven't you seen Swordfish? Let's get Hugh Jackman here. No one's seen Swordfish. Why I've you... seen Swordfish. <laughs> you can't ask the, that question in that tone of voice as if everyone's seen Swordfish. So you want Hugh Jackman to be the human <laughs> villain? I guess. Hugh Jackman's pretty likable. 
Does he have an Australian accent? I just can't imagine him being, like, super into computers, like, ever. Yeah. Like, has he ever even touched a computer before? Again, sea swordfish. It'd be that's, a, that's a movie, Sean. Yeah, well, he touches computers in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> in what way? There's, like, times when, he's, when like, John Travolta's like, I'm gonna shoot you if you don't break this code in 20 seconds. And he's, like, typing real fast. Not even using the mouse. He doesn't need it. And then Halle Berry shows her boobs. <laughs> show show me your boobs. Hugh Jackman's like, Storm, what are you doing? Okay, fine. We'll use Hugh Jackman. Should he change his appearance at all for this movie? Get super fat. I don't want him to be super ripped. <laughs> Huge fat. Like put him in a wheelchair. Huge fat men. Yes. Again, if he's if he's big and fat, or if he's in a wheelchair, it makes the fights with Brad Schmidt seem pretty one sided. No, no, no. What if he's he got like cannons and machine guns on his wheelchair, or his wheelchair gets like sweet like robotic spider legs? Yeah. Like kind of some wild wild west stuff up in this joint. No, thank you. <laughs> no, I like that idea. I like the spider part of that movie. And maybe got that part right. Yeah, maybe he like grows those legs out and he starts running towards that canyon for some reason. Okay, so recapping. Mom's dead made Brad Schmidt into a bad person. Brad Schmidt went out into the field and tortured a miner which lost him his badge so he started training his kids who there are at least three one is a slacker who can't find work another is a daughter who's dating someone who's awesome and it all comes to a head when Brad Schmidt runs into the guy he was chasing in the beginning I guess would be the boss of that miner, who is an Edward Snowden type character, played by Hugh Jackman, <laughs> in a wheelchair with robot spider legs and uh, also, I guess, cannons and stuff. So does his wheelchair not have wheels? Is it just his spider legs? It has both, I like to think. I like to think it just has spider legs. It just has spider legs. <laughs> maybe maybe really every, every leg has wheels on it. I think it'd be better to have the big reveal later where you get the spider legs. Like the wheels pop off. Yeah. It, well, like, like he destroys the wheels and you think, oh, well, he can't move now. And then he just goes back up playing. I like it. I don't know. That's kind of a movie for me. Uh, is there anything um, else you want to work on? Well, the the third child, what if it was adopted? Okay. Mm-hmm. So obviously from Africa, right? Because that's like Brad Pitt's thing. Yeah. Could it be the guy from Captain Phillips? <laughs> I need another role. Yeah, I feel like I heard that guy's doing pretty bad financially. Like he's hella broke because he's been spending all his money on like tuxes to go to award shows. <laughs> Wise investment. I think I think Brad Pitt should throw him a bone. Is Brad Pitt directing this? Mm, I don't think so, but I would think he'd produce it. He produces a lot of movies. Yeah. Who would you like to see directed? 
Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like who you pick really changes it that much. Yeah, so. I mean, with like a slick Hollywood action movie, I don't think the director makes that much of an impact on it. Could. Uh, Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, all right. Bringing him back. Sounds sweet, though. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't, like, tell. We still haven't gone anywhere else. We just rehashed everything we just said. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going anywhere else with this one. Okay. I just have a comment about how we said torture was not good, so we said torture a minor. Are we still good mm-hmm. with that? You could just kill a minor. Would that be better? By torturing him to death? No. Just like the regular ways. <laughs> just like snaps his neck how about he like tases him but he tases him to death yeah and he says don't, don't tase me bro <laughs> what if he tases him he doesn't mean to kill him but then he like he spills like some water and... <laughs> <laughs> he tases him in a rainstorm <laughs> it starts raining and then if he's outside and then like throughout the whole movie like he gets uncomfortable when it's like there's rain. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, with his collar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the finale should definitely take place near like a cliff near like some water because he's like freaking out. So his kids kind of have to take initiative because he's got a fear of water <laughs> because it comes into contact with people and they die. Does he not bathe? Makes him feel bad. <laughs> no, he never bathes. <laughs> <laughs> There's like CGI smell lights coming out. Yeah, but then I think in the end he throws the bad guy into the water, and then his electric wheelchair electrocutes him to death and so, explodes. So he still like, has a horrible fear of water. He was right the whole time. <laughs> yep. Well, no, maybe he has this like fear, you know, of of water. But then his kids tell him like, "No, Dad, you got to be like comfortable in who you are." When you combine electricity and water, it kills people, remember? That's what you taught us. <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> he's afraid of it. Eh, you know. Oh, yeah, but killing people, killing people it's... brings him comfort. You yeah. can use water to kill bad people, too. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Something like that. There is a good, you know, side There's, to his methods. There's a good message in all of this. Yeah, don't lose faith in yourself. <laughs> and electricity and water kills bad people too. That's the message of this movie. That's the tagline. <laughs> what was the tagline? Away the ending. <laughs> electricity and water kills bad people too. What's the poster? <laughs> it's like feet in a puddle. But what reflection do you see? Uh, you see Brad Pitt like okay. standing over him. No, you see With your his arms reflection. folded. Of course, interactive poster. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got like a camera. In, oh, it's got a mirror, you idiot! That's not as interactive, though. It's also a lot cheaper. Mm. Yeah. Um, Should we move ahead? Word for yeah. it. 
All right, anybody else got something better than that? I guess I'll go. Get out of the way. So you know what I'm all about, Colin, right? Um, slam ball courts? I mean, like, movie-wise. Uh, Arnold? <laughs> Franchises? I mean, there you go. All about the all about the brand name. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna just go with a consumer. I'm gonna go with the mildly please uh, original sequel. Don't wake daddy too. <laughs> Bad <Okay>. dad. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued. So I haven't thought about it a lot, but I imagine I can't remember the end. Do you guys remember the end at all? Don't Wake Daddy the first? Yeah. I don't know if we established an ending. Yeah, I don't think we did. He just, he tries to kill all his kids. Yeah. Sean said at some point his wife sacrifices herself for the children, which I don't know what that means. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) I guess she dies. I don't know if she kills daddy. I guess she can't if there's a sequel. No. Maybe you think she does, and he comes back. Yeah. But does he come back with supernatural powers? So he comes back, and it's revealed, or it's understood that he killed his whole family. But he, like, has a memory problem, you know? And so he doesn't, like, remember uh, at all. Like, kind of. He has, you know, he has nightmares, flashbacks. Was he sleepwalking the whole time? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) And so he gets, like, remarried and has, like, a new family. But he keeps, like, having these flashbacks. And, uh, yeah, maybe he has supernatural powers this time. <laughs> and so he kills his new family in crazy supernatural ways. So, so in great uh, sequel fashion, it's basically the same movie again. Well, yeah. But, like, taking it to the extreme. Yeah, take it. More, more special effects. Yeah, take it up a notch. <laughs> so what kind of powers could he have? Like... <laughs> Telekinetic powers? Shoot lightning out of his hands? <laughs> I suppose. I suppose that's just as ridiculous. Uh, Are there any powers he could have that have to do with sleep? He, like, controls their dreams, maybe? Like, yeah. like Freddy Krueger? Like, he go to their nightmares? It's definitely go to Freddy Krueger, too. Yeah, but he doesn't, like... He can't control it. He just, like, when he dreams, he's, like, getting in their dreams. Well, maybe he can torture them by giving them, like, embarrassing dreams. Like, you know, where they're, like, naked and stuff. <laughs> Going to school naked. <laughs> he's, like, laughing at them. Or they're in space for a big test. Just driving them insane. That could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. I like to think that, like, someone who like, is, like, look, trying to, like, track Daddy down. Yeah. Like his brother oh, yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Or, like, some, like, uh, paranormal paranormal sleep psychologist. Slash child care advocate. Yeah, well, like, his day job is a Jesus uh, CPS worker. and he, But he's also, like, a ghost hunter. The perfect double whammy. Dude. Yeah, I think this he guy. couldn't just be one of them. He has to be both. Yeah, this guy has no free time. That's <laughs> just his, his hobby. That's what he does. Yeah, in his okay. free time. Yeah, all right. Who plays that guy? Uh, I mean, what kind of type is that character? 
Is he like more like Kevin Hart? I feel like he's not Kevin Hart. Like he should be kind of eccentric, I guess. Dan Aykroyd, maybe? Brian Poison. It's like, it's like who he is in real Brian life. Brian Poison. Brian could be like... Brian Poison could be like his lame assistant. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> the only thing about Dan Aykroyd, so he's ba- it's basically he's reprising his Ghostbuster character, but yeah. he's also kind of like a social worker. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. He had to find a new line of work after he... So this is an offshoot of... A spinoff of Ghostbusters. Yeah, in a way. It's Ghostbusters 3 slash Don't Wake Daddy 2, Bad Dad, <laughs> colon, Boo for Boo. <laughs> boo for Boo? Are there ghosts in this? It's like eye for an eye, Boo for a Boo. Maybe, like... Daddy, like, since he has these powers, starts, like, talking to other dead people, like, famous dead people, and they're giving him, like, ideas. Does this kill his family? (laughs) I think we could take this a step further and make it, like, a Father's Day movie, like a holiday movie. (laughs) Like it takes place on Father's Day? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it all leads up to Father's Day, and they wake him up early for breakfast, and he just killed him. Or he wakes them up early. He wakes them up as in, like, sends them to be dead. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that (laughs) analogy for being woken up. (laughs) It's kind of the opposite. Where did he send them to be dead? (laughs) Does he have, like, a weird, like... Like, saw, like, funhouse? Underground there. It's like a Maybe. Like, he's always in the basement, and they're like, what are you working down there, Dad? And he's like, doesn't concern you. (laughs) Does he even know what he's building? (laughs) Like, he's just driven to... (laughs) Like, the ghosts are, like, fields of dream type deal. Well, remember, he's like like an honest, hardworking, good dad, slash uh, murderer dad. Yeah. Slash supernatural being. Yeah, yeah well, you know, one of those. I don't know if I like the supernatural being stuff. Well, I guess it's kind of interesting, though. I mean, I like, like the, making it more like stuff like he, like he can't control it, but he learns to control it. But I don't know about like shooting lightning out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. It's not a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. But what about like ghosts, like talking to him and giving him ideas? About I, what? I he doesn't was... seem like he needs help. Well, were we gonna? We're, so we're not gonna go with the murderous flood house? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if he's like talking to like old like Nazis, giving them like <laughs> ideas, he could build, you know, a, like torture house. But you know, if you just want to, if he's gonna go for his family in more conventional ways, or just like dad ways, like hedge clippers or yeah. lawnmower. <laughs> Super dad ways. I call mowing the lawn. He could like. So can he like? I forget what are, what powers does he have? Not lightning. He, he like doesn't, doesn't have, have any except for he can kind can of he con- can he control ahead. like a bunch of lawnmowers? Oh, I like this. He has tele- like he only has supernatural powers over Dad's power stuff. tools over or dad, dad objects. Yeah, like grills. Like he <laughs> has more than grills. 
slices some up. Like, it looks up. like we're just about done on this. He can control the thermostat from anywhere in the house. It just starts. It gets really hot. Like, like, so hot like ice in there. Melts their skin and stuff. Brian Posehn gets melted. But Dan Aykroyd lives. I guess. <clears throat> just takes off all his clothes and he's fine. Why is that making fun? Because <laughs> his clothes are flammable, I guess. But his skin isn't. Because, <laughs> like, that helps him cool down. He sweats a lot. I guess he knows the secrets to, like, you know, yeah. survive these kind of things. He's done mm. this before. Yeah. <laughs> Experienced telekinetic dads. I don't know, I definitely like all the dad torture devices. I mean, not torture devices, but just him, like, trying to kill people in really, like, stereotypical dad ways. So is this still Brian Cranston, I assume? Yeah. I mean, unless they don't have as much money. I mean, they got Brian Posade as Dan Aykroyd, so I question <laughs> the quality of the project. I question your taste. Assume. Who's a step down from Brian Cranston? without just being a giant leap down from Brian Cranston. French Stewart. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there. I don't think French Stewart and Brian Cranston have much in common. I like Ty Burrell. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's more my speed. <laughs> so wait, we're not doing Brian Cranston? Yeah, I don't understand why it's even a sequel. I feel like that changes the whole story if it's a completely different No, it's Ty Burrell playing the same character. Ugh. <sighs> I don't like this. Can it just be Brian Cranston? It can be Brian. We just got to make sure he's, you know, secure enough money. Yeah. I mean, he's not like a. He hasn't really broke it out in any of his movie roles yet. Yeah. I think he'd still do it for this <laughs> fictional movie <laughs> to a fictional. Yeah. Okay. So what happens in the end? How do, how do Dan Aykroyd? What happened at the end of the first one? Everyone died. Well, we never explained. Well, what happened to him? Uh, did they like? Did they like? Bear, like, try to bury him well, alive? Everyone and died. Then... He went to sleep, and then he woke up and leapt up and hit his head on something, and then <laughs> and he forgot everything. Hit his head on an axe. Yeah, and it gave him supernatural powers. Now he hit his head on a on a like a piece of drywall or something. What would wow. that do? I don't know. It sounds like a it sounds like a dad thing. He just at the end of the movie, he finally truly awakens, and suddenly they cut to like houses all over the world, and like power tools just start turning on on their own. Yeah, and then cut to black. Sets up the third one. Third one, he's just like super unstoppable. Yeah, he's basically God. <laughs> And if you think about it, God is like the ultimate father. So yeah. It makes sense. Father, son, holy. Yeah, and the Holy Ghost is Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this joint? Oh, you already said okay, it. It's it's uh, got like three colons. <laughs> it is uh, Ghostbusters 3 semicolon. Uh, don't wake daddy too bad bad dad colon bad uh, dad comma comma what was it again what was the last uh, thing it's like a, a boo oh. for a boo boo for a boo 
Beep, beep, I don't much care for that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the the studio wants that, so I can't. Mm-hmm. Their hands are tied because it's fun. Yeah. Little track bringing the kids. Yeah, bringing the kids, even though it's like See this. just the hardest arts. Yeah, it's a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a scene where he's taking a bath in blood. Yeah. Blood and power tools. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, all electric. It's, like, sparks are coming. <laughs> Doesn't face him, though. Yeah. Sparks are coming out of what? The bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The blood. <laughs> the blood bathroom. Okay. That's, I think that's it. That's yeah, good. Sounds good. Good job. So, sounds gruesome. Oh, it's like so it. gruesome. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Right. Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom really bad real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just keep it going. Yeah, right sounds, like, sounds like a dad thing. Or, or just take a break. Yeah. But it's tradition for Sean to go last. That's okay. I don't, I don't want to end on this note. This might okay. be a disaster. So this will be great because John will come back in the middle and yeah. Uh, so Abigail Breslin is just a regular girl growing up in Europe in the 1930s, Mm -hmm. uh, except her dad is Hitler and (laughs) she, (laughs) and she is the secret, uh, daughter of, of Adolf Hitler. And I guess Ava Braun, maybe someone else, maybe, maybe it'd be better to have a different mom. Um, but World War Two happens, and uh, she's super embarrassed about what happens. She's like, "Dad!" <laughs> All the kids are making fun of her at school. You guys get exactly where this is going. Your dad's making me dress weird. I'm gonna wear this dumb armband. Dad, can you just like not kill Jews for one day? It's so embarrassing. Ugh. Dad, you're not a good painter. It's never going to work out. Can't we eat meat? So, you know, it's a story about her, like, trying to learn how to accept her father as the man he is. Uh, (laughs) Well, at the same time, you know, finding her own place in the world. It's a real coming-of-age story. So, Hitler's a sympathetic... Father figure in this. Okay, like, wait, wait, wait. I, like I, I, lots of I went away for a couple of minutes. What are, what's, what are we talking about Hitler? Sean <laughs> pitched us the strangest thing. It's a coming of age story about a girl who is Hitler's daughter, and and like we're we feel bad for Hitler because like he's just a dad trying to get by, you know. And just you know, the daughter's so mean, but she's you know she's figuring out her own shit, you know. But she's like she just doesn't understand like why like millions of Jews are getting murdered and it's just like it's a real bummer. <laughs> but it's funny too, you know. Oh yeah, it's, of course. It's got what do you mean of course? <laughs> <laughs> of course? Of course. Of course. Of course. What kind of stuff does Hitler do with his kids? I mean, aside from painting. <laughs> She embarrasses him. <laughs> yeah, there's like the time he goes off to give a speech, but it's like pants are ripped in the back, and they're like super embarrassed. <laughs> are you like, 
Is is he a single dad in this universe? I think so. I think that yeah, that's probably the best way to do so it. So there's definitely like a scene where. Well, how old is she? Um, I said it's Abigail Breslin. So however old she is, I now. don't know who that is. From uh, Little Sunshine, yeah, she's like 15. Okay, okay. Just, so yeah, he's gonna like take her to get you know like women products and such, <laughs> and like. Definitely a montage with pretty women. Or like go like dress shopping for prom and stuff like that. Like he accidentally puts on a dress at one point. He's like, whoops. Oh, come on, Colin. How would that happen? No, but he does it, but then the clerk's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah, and, and then, then he has that guy killed. And then he sends him to the gas chamber. Yep. <laughs> Just lots of slapstick, I think. It's fun, fun stuff. But, like, at some point, does he get mad at his daughter and he sends her to a concentration camp? <laughs> The they get this... pretty heavy pretty fast. <laughs> At the end of this movie, does, like, she help, um, like, make him realize what he's doing is wrong? Oh, you think, like, she's in the bunker? <laughs> I imagine in this universe, Hitler just apologizes and lives a good life as a changed uh, me. Play the Inglorious Bastards card. Just change history. Well, I mean... He didn't have a daughter, did he? <laughs> no, but I was passing it off as she's just a secret daughter. Oh, is Ava Braun in this movie? Like, well, she no, kind of fills this role because he's a single dad. Yeah. Oh, he's a single dad, yeah. so she just just doesn't exist. Yeah. No, well, she like comes in at the end. She's like, check out my hot new wife, and Abigail Breslin is like, oh, oh come yeah. on. Yeah, is she is she the stepmom? She's a bad stepmom. I like that. You're not my real mom. <laughs> Eva Braun. <laughs> Calls her Eva Braun the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, this sounds great. Except for the whole Holocaust thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. You just write around that as best you can. <laughs> so, are we having her go to a concentration camp at some point? <laughs> It's like the first scene. She's like, well, let I me feel like that should be the last scene. <laughs> my summer at camp. Is that the name of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware any of this was taking place at a camp. Oh, it's near a camp. It's near a camp. <laughs> my summer near camp. <laughs> My summer near Kampf. Mine summer near Kampf. Okay, let's get away from this. This is mm. a good direction mm. for going. <laughs> I'm sorry, did the movie have a name? Yeah, Mine Summer Near Kampf. <laughs> uh, Sean, what do you think? Uh, Title, do you have anything in mind? Or, Hitler or play and on words? Hitler and me. Hitler and me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's simple. Uh, it doesn't really convey like the fatherhood aspect of it. Yeah. My dad, uh, Hitler. My dad, the Führer. <laughs> Führer of the bride. That's yeah, uh, really. Can... Con- Does she get buried in this? 
Also, or just, she's marrying a sound. Jewish guy, and he's he just can't. Or you could can just you could just call it Führerhood. <laughs> Fatherhood. Yeah, there's a lot of angles you can go since fear, so it sort of sounds like father. Like a little. The right, the right father. These are all good ideas, right sort of. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't mind fear of the bride, but then that's another plot element. <laughs> What, uh, what the... Well, that could be like the thing is like she decides to marry a Jewish guy, and he's like, I, I do not approve, and so he's not there for the wedding, which just happens to be on April thirtieth, nineteen forty-five, the day Hitler ends up committing suicide. But it's an accident in the movie. Does it commit suicide? Like... Maybe he's going to, but then she stops him, and then he accidentally dies. Anyways. <laughs> kind of feeds the purpose of her trying to stop him <laughs> it's okay dad I know you're not a perfect you know dictator but I love you is Mussolini in this? <laughs> well clearly it's played by Kevin James <laughs> he's just like hanging is, out wait is Hitler play, who's Hitler played by is he played by Adam Sandler I hope not I just think Adam Sandler could probably relate um, in what way <laughs> considering he's pure evil an evil businessman. Well, I don't know. Did, did, did was was Hitler already cast? No, no. never, never happened. Hmm. <laughs> the role of a lifetime. <laughs> Adam Sandler is Adolf Hitler. I don't know. I just saw it in my head, and it just seemed like a good fit. But I don't know. Could we just get Steve Martin though? Could we? What about uh, Chevy Chase? Hair. <laughs> He's got to wear a wig. He's <laughs> wear a hat the whole movie. <laughs> He's too fat and old. <laughs> and everyone hates him. I don't think anyone cares that this is an accurate portrayal of Hitler or not. Yeah, all you need is a mustache and a wig. Okay. So this stars Chevy Chase, who hasn't starred a movie in 20 years. <laughs> Alright. He's certainly mean enough to be Hitler. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry, what was it called? <laughs> Fear, Fear of the Bride? That's official? Yeah, I'm going with Fear of the Bride. Okay. okay. Who's the Jewish Good. kid played by? Uh, Just Jonah Hill? I was going to say Jonah Hill, too. <laughs> yeah. I just can't think of anyone Hitler would hate more than Jonah Hill. <laughs> Okay. What I I just don't quite understand. What qualities does Jonah Hill possess that would be annoying to Hitler? He's just like loud, you know. Yeah. You, th- you don't think? Hitler I bet I bet Adolf, old Adolf. He probably liked the quiet, peaceful. Mm-hmm. That's why he's always yelling at people. Well, I mean, he's the one yelling at people. He's not around other people yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then Kevin James as Mussolini, and yeah. Abigail Breslin as uh, what's a good like Henrietta Hitler, Allison like Hitler, that. Allison Hitler. 
Alice and Hitler. <laughs> Works for me. All right. And what was the poster? <laughs> Do we have to have a poster for every movie? I just like, is it, can it be like a swastika, but it's like a flower? How about it's like, you know, the Lion King when the monkey holds up the lion, except it's Hitler holding up a baby. <laughs> okay. Do we see her as a baby in this movie? Well, at the beginning. And the tagline's like, uh, sometimes there's real beauty hidden in the darkness or something. That oh. makes you kind of think, like, is this about Hitler being a good person? <laughs> And the answer is yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> All right then, awesome. You guys ready? Some. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully this will live up to your expectations. Never gone last. Okay. So here's my pitch. Uh, Bob Bone is a fast food tycoon for a popular fried chicken restaurant. He's very successful, so much so that he often overlooks his wife, who's a professional dog trainer, and his two adolescent kids, uh, son and daughter. But his chain's become so successful, he wants to o- open a new location, in a, and he wants to do it over a cemetery. <gasps> and, you know, like he wants to build a <laughs> chain over a cemetery. I think he means he just... Yeah, but what do you mean? You know, just pave over it. <laughs> takes all the... All the gravestones out and just chucks them. <laughs> kind of like poltergeist. Uh, but this causes a public outrage, and especially from this gypsy, and she's really mad and says, you know, like, you know, this lack of respect for the dead, you know, will, will, will be bad news for him. But he ignores her, and they're going to go through it. And then he goes to bed that night, and he wakes up, and he's a skeleton. But, it's, but I'm thinking, like, it's just his body, but he's still got, like, a human head. Uh... But if it's like, well, now he's got a skeleton body. How's he going to carry on the company? How he raises two kids? Remember, his wife was a professional dog trainer. Um, how's he going to find, you know, the way to, to you know, turn back normal? Um, all and more will be explored in Dad to the Bone. Uh, and if you notice, he's also he works at a fried chicken restaurant, which which, which has to have like a "I ate the bones" type slogan. <laughs> Except he could just be like, "I, you know, I ate myself." I, <laughs> I don't know. I like the bo- I dig the bones, whatever. And I mean, he's got to, but he has to like step down from the company. Like there could be a scene. Remember, he tries to like go to a meeting, but it's just I don't know why it'd be difficult to do it be if you're a skeleton. <laughs> For some reason, he can't like control the uh, take control of the company. So this like young upstart uh, takes it over, and the upstart like wants to like like they're so successful in the new location. I'm not sure but how this happens, but for some reason I want him to, like, he starts using, like, dead bodies and making them into use of their bones for the chicken. Because then it just further drives home that, like, people keep disrespecting the, the dead. And so Bob Bone has to, like, learn to respect the dead so he can become uncursed and just become a better person. Um, Casting-wise, it has to be someone with a pretty fat head because I want to see, like, a human head with a skeleton body. So I'm thinking like a Will Ferrell or a Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Brendan Fraser, th- if you don't have the money. I was thinking someone more skitty and skeleton-like. So you'd be easier to buy them as a skeleton. Yeah, so I was thinking like John Malkovich. 
in a very broad comedy. <laughs> he didn't burn after eating. I suppose it's not so. a broad comedy, but it's a comedy. I guess I can imagine him as a tycoon, and then like has to learn a lesson. Uh, and I'm thinking the gypsy should be played by like a comedian in drag, so like Mike Myers maybe. Okay. His, big, his big return to the screen. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what his like relationship is with his kids so much. Like I don't know how becoming a skeleton makes him a better father, unless like like maybe his daughter's in the school band, but like their xylophone breaks, so he like is their xylophone. He finds like ways to utilize his bones. To like provide so, for his so is he okay with being a skeleton? No, well, not at first. He's he ter- sh- maybe he should be terrified of skeletons. Well, I felt yeah, because at the end, at the beginning, I was just like, well, he's just a guy who wears lots of heavy layers of clothing, just like lots of turtlenecks and trench coats. Mm-hmm. But like, he tries to like eat. Like he's at like a business meeting. Like all the foods like falling out everywhere. Yeah, you know, he keeps That's embarrassing so himself. And if his if wife, if wife is a dog trainer, then, you know, he goes to, like, a dog show and hilarity ensues, you know, after his bones and, like, ripping them apart. He's got to look for all his bones. The sight they, gags are there. Mm-hmm. Can they put him back together if he gets ripped apart? I guess, but they should, like, do it wrong. Or what if they can use his bones to, like, turn into different shapes? Like a bone cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see John Malkovich as his motorcycle of <laughs> bones? Yeah, sure. Because they got to go after this this guy who's, who's who's taken over the company and put dead bodies in the chicken. Um, who do you think could be like a pompous, like young? It doesn't have to be young, but just a pompous businessman who takes John Malkovich's like role. You know, like Will Arnett or something, or you know, someone in that vein. Someone who's arrogant. Or just, you know, you just go with, like, a boring, handsome guy. You could go with, like... John Hamm. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I like John Hamm. Trying to convince... Well, I guess... <laughs> you would be trying to convince everybody that putting dead bodies in chicken is a good idea. He's trying to, like, keep that under wraps. But, but he, he thinks it's a good idea. I wonder if the chicken chain should have... Their name should have something to do with bones. Because I feel like that's going to be their thing. Is, like, they're all about... Like eating the bones. Seems a weird part of the chicken. To... <laughs> Their specialty is like the bone-in burger. It's like a chicken leg in a chicken sandwich with the bone in it. Who would want that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's fictional good. universe. Skeletons are allowed to live. It's you have to. I mean, it's original. Like, have you ever gone to a chicken place where you they specialize like the bones is their specialty? No, because that's the worst part of eating chicken is they have to deal with the bones. Well, maybe they inject it with nacho cheese. I don't know. Maybe they're just softer. They have a process. Maybe maybe Bob Bone invented some process to make the bones taste really good. And now he's especially mad that John Hamm is uh, is you know took his bone recipe and is using it. You know, he he's took he took everything from him. <laughs> That could be a lie in the movie. So that's why he's got a bone to pick with him. That could also be a lie in the movie. Literally every other line is a bone pun. It's a bone pun. 
Like, it's going to put Batman and Robin to shame with puns. Like, <laughs> Um, but it's John Malkovich saying it. But it's John <laughs> Malkovich saying what? I've got a bone to pick with you. He says it really serious. Like, he doesn't deliver any of the lines. He's like, a, a, like a wise... Get guy. out of your kids, your mother and I need to bone! <laughs> oh, that'd be a great scene. Where they're like, they, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna do it, it's our anniversary. It's like, oh no, I don't have my penis, so... I've got plenty and she's of like, what, bone. do you have a boner? And he's like, uh, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> have you been paying attention? I'm so lost. <laughs> well, that's why you're lost. <laughs> what do you mean he has layers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, everyone knows. Like, he's trying to hide it. But, like, you know, everyone knows. I mean, at first he's hiding it from his family. He's wearing clothes over it. You know, but then when he's, you know, it's his anniversary. <laughs> Maybe a he gets a job as a beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he can wear a beekeeper costume all the time. Because he he get he makes like a he creates like a honeycomb honey chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich has, or something. He has to pick the honey personally. Honeycomb chicken. So he's yeah. Well, so he like gets a bunch of bees and puts them in the back of his dress. So most of this movie is John Malkovich walking around in a beekeeper <laughs> costume. <laughs> Bone puns. <laughs> he's got a also, bone. Also, he just keeps a bunch of bees in the back of his restaurant. <laughs> because Wait, why he's, is he making well, bone just, It just comes puns. up all the time because he's a skeleton. It's too good. Like, the jokes are just... like Because the audience will be like, oh, I get it. Because he's a skeleton. You know? But I wonder... I mean, he obviously... He has to take down John Hamm at some point. And he's got to, like, learn a lesson, too, about, like, respecting the dead. But I wonder if he's got this new honeycomb sandwich, maybe he's just going to start up his own business, like his own new, like a new chicken business that has to do with, like, bees a lot more, <laughs> you know, and it's going to be, like, not as evil as his old company. That's another direction you could possibly take it. So maybe take he, it like, sells the company to John Hamm, but he sabotages him somehow by, like, putting poison in the chicken. <laughs> Does that sabotage way. him, or does that kill innocent people? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the only way to teach John Hamm to respect the dead is just to kill him. <laughs> or something. Or have him buried alive. Classic. <laughs> He's got to tr- trick John Hamm to be buried alive. <laughs> Maybe since he's at this restaurant where people like eating bones, he like hides one of his own bones in the Ooh, food. Perfect. There's got to be a scene where like someone tries to eat him and he like slaps him. <laughs> I guess his whole skeleton head is <laughs> a sandwich. I feel like he shouldn't be as visible as a skeleton. Like that's so ridiculous to have a guy just walking around. No, no just him. He he's the only one. The gypsy. Yeah, so why like, do you, do you I don't think they are. He's kind of like an outcast. Yeah, he's a, yeah, there you go. But when they do find out, I mean, they're always disgusted. Yeah, and that's I mean, how he, just that's how he like, slowly learns his lesson. You know? They're not like, terrified; they're just disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your disgusted. problem. <laughs> Put that away. That doesn't belong there. Yeah, there's got to be a, a part where he sings "Bad to the Bone" too. <laughs> And he plays himself like a xylophone. Yeah, that big xylophone part in the middle of that song. Yeah, xylophone Maybe solo. Just, 
yeah, he just gets up on stage and does himself solo. <laughs> How could he trick John Hammond to being buried alive? <laughs> it's a hard thing to get tricked into. <laughs> Maybe he, like, he, Does he use a... the bees to help him? Okay, go on. <laughs> That's all I had. I just you know, Like a big swarm of bees just like picks up John Ham and carries him. Or like John Ham goes to attack him, but but John Malkovich isn't actually in the beekeeper suit. Instead what's in the beekeeper suit is a beehive. So he gets mobbed by bees and then he falls into a hole just like John Malkovich had planned and they <laughs> dump trucks a bunch of dirt on him. A bunch of bones on him. And of course he says, Not the bees. I feel like John Malkovich didn't really learn his lesson about <laughs> disrespecting Well, no, the no, dead. no, but here's the thing. I mean, he did because he learned what it was like to basically be dead, you know? It's like he, he saw, like... no he, one ever treated him like he was dead. not really, because he's... But people yeah. are like, you're gross. I mean, we could, you could say he's like... <laughs> this is a world where zombies are a thing? Like, why else would it he's, matter that people I mean, dead if people you're, are I mean, if you're a walking skeleton, you're basically a zombie, because a zombie... I mean, like... No way you're alive if you're like skeleton. Yeah, but he's not relating to anyone else. He's he's one of a kind. His experiences don't apply to anyone else. But he at least knows what it's like to be like gross and for people to like ignore you. It's like how people ignore and don't pay attention to the dead. So and they they don't want to pay attention to him because he's gross. Because he's a free, he's an outcast. If you think about it like that, it's not the same because he's but, alive. But yeah. Pretty big difference. Well, I mean, he could learn some other lesson, man. But it just—I don't know what it is about how, uh, respecting the dead, respect the bees. <laughs> well, I, I know that bees aren't they like some bees like facing? Uh, isn't there some extinction, uh, extinction issues there? You know, uh, <laughs> tie that in. We definitely have to retool this movie a lot to work that in there. <laughs> I'm just saying there's enough hints of it to where he kind of learns a lesson. Or at least maybe he just tears he like tears down the, the factory somehow. Or they, they built it over the cemetery, you know? Yeah, that's good enough. You just do that at the end. I mean, the movie, most of the movie is pretty broad, so... Does he stay a skeleton at the end? Or does Mike Myers come back and turn him human again? I like to think that Mike Myers, in some ridiculous accent, you know, is like saying that... He could turn him back, but um, but John Malkovich wants to, or Bob Bone wants to stay a skeleton. He like because he he's like a better person now that he's a skeleton. He's a better father. He's a good. He's a great beekeeper. It, you know, it's taught him so much that he chooses to remain dad to the bone. That's the title. Dad to the bone. <laughs> Oh, there could be so many. This is a tagline. Um, anyone can jump in here. Bad dad to the bone. It could be uh, preferably some sort of bone pun. What are other parts of like of a skeleton? You got your bones. You have. I mean, you have the skull. Got the femur. The femur. Hmm. F- 
femur knows best. <laughs> I'm thinking like the poster because I, for some reason, that is always a big selling point to me. Should be like he's behind one of those X-ray machines where you see your whole skeleton, but he's like peeking out a little bit, but he's still a skeleton. Do you, do you picture what I'm, what I'm trying to say there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like he's, I'm behind extra thing, but then he's like, "Oh wait, but he's a skeleton," you know. Even when he's not behind that, and people are like, "Oh, I, I, I gotta see this." Steamer <laughs> knows best. Dad to the bone. Dad you know, to the bone. Like Tim Burton or Sam Raimi or someone. Who... Both. Tag <laughs> team directing. They team up. Bruce, Bruce Campbell cameo in there. I like it. For some reason. He's like the guy who knows what's up. He explains it all to him. Johnny Depp plays like a grave digger. Yeah, he really doesn't need to be in this. He's not right that hard. <laughs> but he has like a really complex costume. Some crazy accent. He's like playing a teenager. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> An Irish teenager. <laughs> we like Robert Smith hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, there are no women in it. All right. There's his wife. She's a dog trainer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I guess I didn't factor into the plot a lot. It was more for like a sight gag. Yeah, it was just like one scene. Why don't she be like Rose Byrne or something? It doesn't matter. Ah, oh, Rose Byrne. Lazy. Come on, John. I'm that's pretty a, sure she was in a, a, another movie that I've I've come up with for... It's a hard marriage to buy, John Malkovich, Rose Bird. Come on, give me a Patricia Heaton. Well, I didn't originally I didn't originally imagine the guy to be so old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, originally I was thinking like a like a Will Ferrell. I don't know how you go from Will Ferrell to John Malkovich, but it happened. He's more bone like. I guess, I mean I like it. It makes me laugh. <laughs> all right, so that's all the films, then, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it comes down to which one do we think we'd like to see the most? What were the titles? Um, what was the first one called? Mine was Stay at Home Brad. Stay at Home right. Brad. And a really complicated sounding one. Yeah. Which yeah. was. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Ghostbusters semi-colon. 3. Semicolon. Yeah, that's okay. what I said last time. Semicolon. So this is a whole other sentence. Uh, basically. Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah. Don't Wake Daddy 2. Comma. No, ellipses. Uh, bad dad. Dollar sign. Colon, I like that Ghostbusters movie. is at the top. Because it seems like it's mostly... It's basically like Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's the movie we're selling it as. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Very misleading. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just trying to get that cash. We had a Fuhrer of the Bride. Mm-hmm. And Dad to the Bone. I think I like uh, Fear of the Bride just because it was easiest for me to like 
picture the gags. Yeah, I think that's my favorite but, too. The, there's like the whole moral thing of like I really don't care. Worst human being who ever lived. Just a clumsy dad. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was pretty good. Alright. I win again. Suck it. Uh he's won twice, I think. He won last time when he did Blood Ball twenty one sixty two. And he went for that weird limo movie. <laughs> Did you really? Okay. So I've won once for the movie Twofer. Oh, those are all great. Yeah, Nancy and John have gotten shut out. Yeah, I think we should. We gotta do this more often. Uh, if you'd like to hear more of this, maybe go to mileypolice.com, leave us a comment or something, or go to our iTunes and just subscribe. Uh, you can write reviews there too. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, there's more of these on the internet. You can find them, uh, and maybe we'll do another one. If not, you know, just stay safe out there, guys. You never know when a skeleton or bees will come out of nowhere. They'll just get you. We've been pitching tents. Yeah.